Doc, the clock has started. Roger. Tuesday, February 27th, 2018. Uh, okay, I was waiting for you to it's the last, hit, the, oh, hit the correct man, date. It's the last episode here in February, and I'm so excited to get the heck out! You, you don't want to say February No, I, I'd rather not. Uh, the, the, the running <laughs> joke, the, the literal close to four-year-old joke here um, is just stale. Almost as stale, <laughs> almost as stale as the muffins I have in my refrigerator. Hey, remember the last time when we covered National Muffin Day? I made muffins. Yeah, yeah. Banana. Oh, you made muffins. Banana last... bread muffins, right? Banana bread? Yeah, banana bread muffins. The day after Muffin Day was Banana Bread Day. So I made banana bread muffins. I combined the days. Unfortunately, the combination of today's day. And the following day would probably result in your immediate death. But, but this was okay why is that? for me to do. I actually, Wait, why is actually, that? Actually, I have no idea. I don't know what tomorrow is. But oh, uh, okay. I thought maybe you could you could inform <laughs> me. Tomorrow is National Kill My Brother Day. That's right. It is. It is just dir- <laughs> shove the knife directly into <laughs> the fruit. Oh, that's so sad. That's very sad. Um, and- Awful it it is. It like is that. actually very sad. Um, but here at the Good Stuff Morning Show, streaming live on Twitch, goodstuff.fm/live, we're all about positivity and happy feelings in the morning. Welcome into the Good Stuff Morning Show. I'm Kyle. This is Kenny, <laughs> and we're gonna show you a good time. I don't know what what uh, yeah what character was bing, that? Bing but... bing bing bing. Wow wow wow. Are you okay, Kyle? It's it's. Right we're, I'm trying to embody the, our morning zoo vibe just a little more closely oh, okay. than I have been in the past. Uh, really though, how are you? You you haven't really told me yet, and I'm just stalling. Oh, you you've just been yeah, you've just been vamping until I mustered the strength <laughs> to tell you that. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, I know I I'm I'm all right. I I had a a rough. I don't want to say rough night, but a rough morning. Uh, I ate stuff. This hold on, hold on. This isn't in the notes. Can you? I see the words "ugly delicious," but that's. I'm hoping that's not what you're gonna <laughs> tell me about. <laughs> no, I just ate for the first time in like ten years. For I had the first uh, time some cup noodles. In ten years, you ate what? Cup noodles. Oh. What flavor? Hold uh, on. Important, important detail. What flavor? Chicken. Okay. Thank you for listening to the Good Stuff Morning Show. The only cup noodle flavor (laughs) that is important is the crunchy shrimp. And if if you don't remove that shrimp and eat it before the water gets to it, who (laughs) even are you? 
no, I open the cup noodle and I pour out all this freeze dried vegetables because who needs those? <laughs> and then I just right, yes, yeah, right, right there into your your uh, liquid liquidating maw. Well, you, well, other you things can were liquidating last night. <laughs> you can saturate those veggies uh, in your mouth. I okay. So anyway, I was I was just, I haven't had it in like ten years. Yeah. My body is not it. It is not built for that food type anymore. So there, you, you shel- can make your own stable. conclusion. You, your insides have have moved on to <laughs> non shelf stable foods. It's uh, just that's right. You know, fresh freshies. Fresh, fresh, yeah. fresh veggies. All you, you're on sure. a raw diet now, and I, I've been trying to, I've been trying to avoid <laughs> this this topic for a long time. And um, you've just, you've decided to take the plunge, and you're not cooking your food anymore. Which, when it comes nope. to cup noodles, Kenny, I've been telling you, you you can crunch them just ever so slightly. Just in in, just stuff my fist into the foam into cup, the cup, pull out the. The block of of dry Could noodle. Could you make a house with just, that? With what? Are, they're like bricks. I guess. I guess the other noodles would be better. Like actual top branded top ramen would make better bricks than the cup noodle. Yes, because they're they're rectangles. Yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Why isn't like the bowl? Ew, why does the bowl? The house that ramen built. The house that. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. All right. Go ahead. And and so you're anyway. You're not feeling too great in your tum tum. No, but but uh, related to food and something that is that is actually uh, awesome to watch, but uh, very informative and makes me want to eat a lot of good food is this new thing that is on Netflix called Ugly Delicious. I've watched the first, I think, two episodes. As have I. I think it's just a short. Yeah. Oh, you have. Well, okay, well cool. we, t- I'm glad that we, we talked before the show about me hitting my bandwidth cap here at, at my home. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> well, of course, I've seen every literally every Netflix show ever. Yeah. <laughs> well, th- so this is this is uh, uh, like a food documentary kind of show. Kind of. Yeah. Uh, with David Chang, uh, Peter Meehan. Um, it's it's not for kids. There's there's cussing in it. So maybe maybe don't have it on in the background when you have children over. Um, right. Re- or Netflix recommends, or it says this show is, and then it says offbeat. I, I mean, maybe. So I, I really liked episode two, the taco episode. Yes, pizza, pizza was fine. But if you've watched the pizza show on, uh, boy, what's what's the network? It's on YouTube. Just search for pizza show. Uh-huh. They've got two seasons. Yes. Basically, if you've seen the pizza show, you've seen episode one of Ugly Delicious. Uh, episode two, though. But it's it's well done. It's it's well mm, made. Yeah. Okay. Episode two, though, covers tacos and uh, they kind of, you know, tour the birthplace of of the modern American taco, which would be right. Basically, Los Angeles and uh, a, co- I'm glad, a couple other places. I'm actually places. glad that you brought that up. Because they went to a food truck and it looked very similar to the food truck that you took me to uh-huh. when I went down there that one time. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh, is that that same? Is that that same taco truck? It wasn't, but, but it wasn't. No, was it? no, it wasn't. No. Oh, okay. Wasn't. Um, so, but they did. They did actually. You can say any name. <laughs> so, the, <clears throat> excuse me. The driver in that episode uh, does write for OC register question mark either oc weekly or oc register one of the two 
Um, uh-huh. And his Orange County food place articles are great. So highly recommended. I think the the personalities in that episode are are very good. Um, mm-hmm. But anyway, I've only seen two just like you. Look at us. Good syn- synergistic brothers. Or just brothers. Or, ju- or just we came out of the same womb. Now, now, something that I've seen more than two of are the Oscar-nominated movies this year. My goal was to see all nine, but I don't think I'm going to do that. I'm going to see, I believe, by the end of this, I'm going to see seven of them. So seven of nine. Seven of the nine. Ah! Uh, so this past weekend, uh, I uh, I purchased the Regal movie, Oscar movie, past film festival thing that... I guess Amazon is sponsoring at Regal Theaters. You pay 35 bucks, you get access to watch all of the Oscar nom- Oscar nominated films um at they're like set times f- starting last Friday, I think. Rescreening basically. So you the, yeah. you, you get Yeah, rescreening. Okay. And and it is I, the ticket is paid for or is it discounted? What's what's the what's the thing? Yeah, happening? I paid I paid $35 for the pass and then I just get to select whatever movies as long as there are seats available. Wow. Okay. Can you? Yeah. Can you, and I can see. I can see them multiple times. That's what I, I was going to ask. Just, ah, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I can just pick whatever I want. So what? Um, uh, what have you seen so far? So on Friday I saw The Shape of Water. Okay. On Saturday I saw two movies. I saw uh, Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri, okay. and then I also saw uh, Lady Bird that night. And then yesterday I saw oh, what was yesterday? Oh, uh, Phantom Thread. I haven't heard anything uh, about the, that, but the, the three previous ones you've mentioned, I have heard great things about. I'm thoroughly yeah. looking, thoroughly looking forward to that. Uh, <laughs> were, there, were there any, any cartoons? Were there any cartoons? <laughs> yeah. Sylvester the Cat yeah. was in Phantom Fred. Yeah, sorry. I'm stuck. Um, I'm stuck back here in like 1952. Uh, I need to catch <laughs> up with my movies. Uh no so also computers uh, what um I saw Get Out uh huh a month and a half ago maybe month ago yeah I really I um, really, that was on HBO. really really want to see that okay so at this right now at this juncture I'm, I've seen five out of the nine films okay. I would here's my rating system I would put three billboards at the top. Not number three, but number oh, one. Right. That's but that's numbers number one two. through three. Now, what's number four? <laughs> uh, so three billboards is the top. Uh, right under that is Lady Bird. That was a really good film. Um, it's actually kind of local for for us ish. When you say lo- yeah, but when you say local, like you're not going George Lucas local. George Loco. No. <laughs> um. So, How, so Lady Bird's number George, two. I'm, I'm making some, doing some free association here. George Lucas, George <laughs> Loco, four Loco, George Locos. Four. George Lopez. <laughs> George Lopez's four Loco, George <laughs> Lucas. It doesn't rhyme, but I'm, mm, do they still sell four Loco? Anyway, speaking of, of Modesto, go ahead. Anyway. So, so right after Lady Bird, Get Out, it's really close, like between Lady Bird and Get Out. I like those very, very much. Um, under that, I would put Shape of Water. 
And then under that, I would put Phantom Thread. So currently Phantom Thread, eh, it's the bottom. I, it really didn't appeal to me. Uh, the acting was really good. But the script and the story were really mm, not so great. What, what kind of, what so kind of movie is it? Now, I went into it. I've seen I've seen like one promotional thing for mm-hmm. it, maybe on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't seen any trailers for it. I didn't even know what kind of movie it was. So right before the movie... Uh, I looked it up and it's labeled when I when I searched it on Google, it's labeled drama slash crime. I thought, oh, that sounds really cool. Turns out it's not it's not that it's not, it's not crime at all. Not a crime drama. <laughs> hmm. No, it's it's kind of like a, a romance drama. It's it's weird. It's not it, it doesn't really fall into uh, a specific. I don't know. Specific genre. It's a Paul Thomas Anderson movie he did uh there will be blood oh with daniel day lewis yeah so which was a musical they, they're teaming up again so far as i remember <laughs> so uh the music was oil and uh, <laughs> and he had a mustache i and eat your milkshake i eat it up no I drink i drink your milkshake. well you you, you kind of eat it too i mean it's, i it's, drink your milkshake <laughs> I drink it up. and he slams him in the head yeah mm-hmm. uh spoiler <laughs> so in Phantom Thread, it was, it was kind of, it had the same kind of feel of There Will Be Blood. Mm-hmm. It just didn't hit the marks of like the grandiose kind of not enough blood. It was a lot. I don't, I don't know. Just it just it was weird. It, the sound design. Now I will say this: the sound design of Phantom Thread is really important. It's kind of integral to the the entire film. Okay. Um, and I was really glad that I saw that in a theater where they had a good sound system. If I had seen that at home, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have been able to appreciate the sound as much because there's so much other, you know, there's a lot more sounds that are happening around me that uh, would distract me and I'm not isolated into into the film. It seems so, to be kind of so seeing it in theaters has been good. It seems me. to be a little hit or miss, though, for you at, at that that particular theater. Right. I mean, you've been there no, more no, no, than no, no, no. once and has been Black Panther bad. was not. Black Panther, I had a problem with the sound. That was at a different theater. Oh. oh. Entirely. Oh. And, and way back when, when I saw Doctor Strange, yeah. and I had the the speaker problem. Oh my gosh. That was that same that was that same bad theater. We've been we've been doing this show for way too long. Um Yeah. I watched some shows this weekend too. Like I said, I I blasted through my bandwidth cap. Um well, hold on. Our listeners didn't get that bit. No, uh, that we were talking about pre-show. Yeah. But so, so you've you've blasted through. What's what's your what's your limit again? A terabyte. A terabyte. Mm-hmm. And you've you've streamed. Kyle, this is February. This is the shortest month of the year, and you've blasted through your through your terabyte already. Yeah, I mean, so I watched seven. How much? How much of the Olympics did you watch? Zero. And how much did you stream? Mm. <laughs> that's a good that's a good test there. How much did you have running in the background? And how much did you pay attention a to? Bit, and how much a little bit curling, maybe? Oh god. Come on. Hockey. I, you know the I put hockey oh, on. Hockey. Yeah. Hockey and curling. That's pretty much it. Anything on on a on ice. Well, I guess that's all of it. But you you know you know what I mean. I, I I didn't really watch many of the um, Olympics this time around. I did, mm-hmm. though, however, on Netflix, speaking of recommendations, seven seconds. Okay. Very good. Uh, crime drama. Seven, 
seven seconds? Yeah, seven seconds. It's the shortest run of any Netflix show ever. It only lasts, but um, no, but really though, it's I think it's like ten episodes. Um, each of them are at least an hour. Question mark. Um, okay, is real good. Is this highly recommended? Is this true crime or is it this? It is not. Like, I don't think it's true crime, but it's it's got a. It deals with like uh, crime and uh, the justice system and how just completely messed up it is and biased and and it's great. It's a good Wait, series. This is this is fiction. It is fiction, so far as I know. But it is okay. It is it's so not like no, but it is so true to life that um, mm-hmm. it's it it's rough. I think, um, yeah, okay. pretty rough. There's some parts of it that were that were a little strange. Um, I started also watching <laughs> the Frankenstein uh, series that's also on Netflix. Netflix original of some sort. It's got Sean Bean as not Frankenstein. He's dead, but he's dead. But I um, doesn't matter. He's like dead. in real life. No, no, no. Like at some point in in the first, maybe not in the first, but. At, at some point, maybe halfway through the series, he'll be dead. Did you just spoil the show no. for me? No, because because that is what happens to him in every other project he's he's involved in. Well, I don't name name a project that he has lasted the entire thing. Go ahead. Mm, Go ahead. So far, Frankenstein. Name something he hasn't died so, inside. So, so far. <laughs> I mean, my own my own perception of this is that he's just fine right now. Um, the the weird yeah don't, the weird don't read part, the synopsis on the last episode because it'll be like where is he? The weird part is that in in between like uh, finding these these sort of patchwork bodies, they keep calling him 006. and I thought I thought that he had taken the helicopter and uh, met Boris and and Natasha uh, already. Right, and, and, then, switched and then he went to the cradle, and yeah. then it, it fell on top yeah, of him. Yeah, I'm just so confused for some reason. Netflix, what are you doing to me? But that's that's my my life. Okay. Well, uh, this the seven second series, go ahead and throw that link into the, into the show notes I will. so can share it with our listeners. I will, and I will also, Kenny, move us on to today's headlines. These are today's, today's headlines. headlines. Yes, they are. What's going on? Kyle, Coca-Cola is launching two new flavors. Ooh. With a vintage flair inspired by sodas that were hand mixed and poured at the neighborhood drugstore during the bygone era, Coca-Cola Georgia Peach and Coca-Cola California Raspberry will be popping up in restaurants, bars, and grocery stores this week. The choice to use raspberry and peach, the brand's first new added flavorings since vanilla Coke debuted in 2002, which was our favorite for a while until I found out that it makes my insides turn to lava. Uh, that was decided after the company explored over 30 different flavors with nearly 9,500 consumers. So this is this is like 10,000 consumer tested uh, flavor picking here by Coca-Cola. Yeah, they just kept putting putting fruits inside of the Coca-Cola 
and said, how do you think this tastes? They're like, it, it's it's yeah. durian. Why would you do this? <laughs> um, Coca-Cola raspberry was sold in New Zealand on a trial basis in 2005 and had been discontinued by the end of that year. But in the summer of 2017, the drink was brought back in New Zealand for a limited release and then reintroduced as a summer flavor in Australia. So I don't necessarily know cool if they're testing these flavors in those places first. Um, but it would be kind of weird if they tested uh, Georgia peach and California raspberry in other countries. Yeah. I don't think that would really kind of land. So, so I think maybe just a general like flavor test mm-hmm. happens in, in these other countries. Mm-hmm. I like, I mean, I, I want to go to New Zealand now. I, I'm curious what other food tests they have, not just Coca-Cola, but you know, so far as I KFC. remember, they did have the pizza cone first. They may have had the ham dog first as well. Uh, <laughs> but that that's kind of, those are the only two boxes I can check with, with food testing well, Kyle, in those countries. I've got, I've got a food test for you. I've got a first right here that you can get right, right now in America. It's, it's Olive Garden's meatball pizza bowl. Ooh. That's Say right. It, hold on. Meatball. Say it slower. Meatball pizza bowl. Olive Garden, home of the fast, casual Italian comforts such as fried pasta nachos, Italiano burgers, and others we've already covered on this show, is back with another hybrid offering from its lunch menu, the Meatball Pizza Bowl. They've combined uh, the two most popular dishes in the the Italian culinary world, pizza and pasta, and it's a single item now. Am I the only one who wants to say meatball pizza ball? Which sounds like a much more inventive Why? dish. No, they should call it the pizza meat bowl. Right? Pizza meat bowl. <laughs> there you go. You've got the synergy working right there. Uh, so it's basically a flaky baked pizza crust filled with cheese, meat, and sauce available at all Olive Garden locations for the matinee price of $8.99. By the way, I should have mentioned this is a lunch duo menu item. So I think this is lunch only at this point. Hold on. Lunch duo. So you get two of these? You get this I think and you, something. You, sh- you can share yeah, like, oh. like uh, two for 20 kind of thing. Um, an Olive Garden spokesperson confirmed that this thing comes topped with 10 meatballs and weighs in at over one pound. It's a lot. It's a lot of sauce. It's mostly liquid, though. Yeah. The shape, the, the shape of pasta sauce is uh, in a bowl. It's got mm-hmm. 10 meatballs on top. And then a fish comes out of the, of the bowl <laughs> and, and says, what have you done? <laughs> this looks really it's my house <laughs> don't eat my house oh no no please cover it cover it i would try this cover it back with meatballs all 10 of them you're, oh, you can have you're, one. you're doing you can have one but leave me at least nine meatballs for you're my doing house. a mix between alpha five from you're doing alpha five oh, from power rangers and johnny meatballs. five oh. from short circuit <laughs> <clears throat> Um, Kyle, if if you yeah. if you're really into this pizza news, I've got I've got some more pizza news Ooh, for you. Tell me, enormous world record pizza now on the menu at Michigan restaurant. <laughs> uh, sorry, Germany restaurant. No, we I think that that joke is gone. Let's let you know what Have we put it's the, the end of Frodo, the German kibosh on it's it. It's the end of Frodo Bloody. So let's 
let's stop doing the jokes about old show things and make a whole new uh, set of inside jokes. Yeah, a whole brand new tapestry of jokes that this show can draw upon in the future. We don't even know what they will be. But here, in this moment, forever we will leave the jokes of the past in the past and become one with they'll be they'll be more like a diet of raw jokes it'll be um a little a, a, just a the tiniest bit crunchy also if you eat them and and actually ingest these jokes they will make you sick but we'll try yeah. we'll try and cook them up in the meantime and feed you just just lots of jokes in your hole okay Oh, yeah. I'm going to tell you about this pizza. Tell now. me, please. Uh, <laughs> get me out of here. Someone save me. Uh, you can now actually order the world's largest delivery pizza off the menu at a Michigan restaurant. Mally's Sports Grill in Southgate near Detroit has just delivered its first record pizza on Wednesday evening, February 14th, 2018. Kyle, Valentine's Day. Do you love pizza? I do. I don't know if I love it Happy Valentine's this to me. much. Um, can you, Kyle, how big is it? Well. What's the cost? How did they bake this enormous pie? I'll tell stop you. Stop asking questions. I'll tell you, Kenny. I will tell you. <laughs> 50 pounds of dough goes into this oh world record pizza. 50 pounds of dough? Mm-hmm. It's like a. How do they deliver this? On a, on a tow truck? Um, no, they, they could, they, I guess they could strap it to a drone. That would probably be the most efficient way. But so far as I have just, seen, just like drop it on somebody. They've got a box specifically made for these. Um, and then they have this, this container that is like on the top of a car that you slide the pizza into. I don't think you have to use a forklift, but maybe I feel like there may be some sort of small powered uh, gas vehicle to get the pizza actually into the delivery van for this. Okay. Tell me, tell me more about the, the, what makes up this pizza because all we got was 50 pounds of dough. That's all we got from all it is. Unfortunately, they consider it. You watched ugly. It's a toddler worth of dough. (laughs) You watched ugly delicious. There's, there's a fine line between what is a pizza and what is not a pizza. 50 pounds of dough absolutely is a pizza. (laughs) It, It does take five people. 20 minutes to stretch out this 50 pounds of dough and roll it into a six foot by six foot square. Oh, it's a square. It's a square pizza. Yeah, Detroit. Detroit style pizza. Of course, it's oh, going to be true. a square. I, I, I heard near Detroit. I didn't know if it was Detroit pizza or not. Well, the thing is, when you go into Detroit, everything's a square. Even though the car was invented there, <laughs> the wheels that they were... Square they wheels. Were, yeah, exactly. They had the... They just could not get over the idea that the 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 wheels could be maybe wheel-shaped. They kept using pizzas, mm. actual pizzas. Anyway, it takes 15 minutes in the oven uh, then once you've rolled that what, out. And what, what is this oven that they're... What is this oven that they're using? Because from the picture... It looks like a storage container filled with fire. Yeah, they well, so the the pizza place is actually an old crematorium. So what they've done Oh no. <laughs> actually, that's a, that's a joke. That's a fresh one. Keep that one, put it in the oven, fire it for 15 minutes to prevent it from getting soggy. And we'll keep that one in person. in our joke our joke backpack <laughs> for the future. 
Okay. All right. So there's more. There's Detroit, more though. There's Detroit there's, uh, pizza there's toppings, right? Is a crematorium. Got it. That's a really good one. I think good one to save. Uh, yeah. So you for the toppings, thirty five pounds of sauce, 15, 15 pounds of cheese, Woo! and exactly eight hundred and twenty nine pepperoni. Why? Why exactly? I see in the picture. There's one on a glove over here. Yeah, that's also that's also a joke. <laughs> like, I'm trying I'm trying new jokes here. So there it's it's not gonna work. Okay, it's, it's not, it's not exactly a number. They just put a lot of peps. That's all. All right, cool. So so how much how much will this cost me to, to have this delivered? This is gonna because it's it's a delivery pizza. That's right. This is gonna cost you uh the large sum of three hundred dollars. However, they've got free delivery for you. So they'll bring you that 72-inch mm. pizza, at least within a, a five-mile radius of, of where this place is, to you for free. Okay. All right. So what if I'm not within five miles? And start charging? More than likely. 2,000 miles it's away? Probably, if we wanted to order one of these, we would <laughs> probably have to place our order uh, far ahead of time. We would then need to uh-huh. call them. How many would we need to order to make it worth it? How many how many six foot pizzas do we need to order? Is that what you just said? Is more than one not a good idea? Because you said a, a, give us. I'll take I'll take four Godzilla pizzas, please. What do they call this? Actually, I'm just I just made that up. I what actually do they don't. This? I don't know if it has a name. There was a there was a pizza place near me way back when that did have the the Godzilla and the Godzuki. You could get anyway. You could get All both right. of them. It was a good good pizza place. But $300, the previous world record, you said this was a world record pizza, was 54 inches. So, Woo! six foot pizza sounds so good. Yeah, it does. I'm, I'm totally into this. Speaking of, um, <clears throat> speaking of six mm. foot pizzas. No. Nope. ML, <laughs> the MLB, Kenny, they've got a, uh, a VR game. Coming to you soon. Coming to a living room near you. Because we both have PSVR. I want to try this. But here's okay. here's how this goes. Uh, MLB Advanced Media, which is the company that makes like video games for Major League Baseball properties. Baseball. Yeah. And I believe mm-hmm. they also handle the development of the AppBat app. But <clears throat> they are releasing a game called RBI Baseball 18. And... Kind mm-hmm. of as a, a small component of that, they are making a home run derby VR game. Okay. Uh, it'll be available on PSVR and HTC Vive. The whole reason that that this is coming out is because it was so successful at the All Star Game back in 2017, way, way, way back when uh, in Miami. Oh, as like an experience. It was it was like a, a batting cage, and they gave you a bat, and then they put a uh, like Oculus headset on you, I, a sweaty headset some, on some you, some sort of, right. of HTC Vive headset, I believe, um, that had a, a little tracker in an actual weighted bat, and you could swing away in the batting cages. Um, okay. And, you know, swing for the fences. It's a home run derby. Does that mean that Get I have it? to? Do I have to like? strap my move controller to a 
to a steel bat inside my living room? Is that how I have to do this? Probably not. <laughs> probably not. You is it, or is it more like the Wii? It, uh, probably more like the Wii. Yes, you can buy. I'm going to fling my controller right into the television you, set, you, and I'm going to see it because it's going to be on my face. That's right. You can buy a $99 accessory that works with the, the Vive Lighthouse sensors, they ah. say, uh, that will follow the bat's movement through your, your living room as you smash directly into the television and um, <laughs> hit anybody who's watching you. This just sounds this sounds like a, a dangerous prospect to have a an actual bat in your living room. Um with a headset on and not not actually seeing right, right. It. uh right. but on psvr which is what you have and what i have yeah you just you have the little move wand and you i guess you could just kind of flick your wrist a little bit and hit a home run at least according to this article over on polygon.com i'm excited no, but if it's 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 different because it's vr so <sighs> so your hands are going to want to move the the correct swing of the yeah. bat way and you're, you're probably gonna be able to adjust pretty quickly well the, you're not gonna be able to just kind of like tap like a button yes and no except i want to be the first i want to be the first player in the home run derby to bunt like take a bunt so you're gonna take all that all that effort and time that it took to get to the get to major league baseball first of all second to do right. so well that they consider you for the home run derby competition and you yep. squander it by saying nah squander i'm going i'm going to be the i'm going to it's 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 a momentous <laughs> you'll, thing. you'll be a history making baseball playing individual that's right i won't i won't take these these gnarly cuts i'm like ah, swinging for the fences no i'm going to bunt it i'm going to and then I'm going to hit it and people are going to, ha ha ha, that's so funny. And I'm going to get really mad and I'm going to charge the mound. I'm going to punch the pitching coach. <laughs> I don't like this at all. <laughs> if you if you want to live out this fantasy, please just, just download MLB just Home Run VR. Derby VR. <laughs> I don't think you can charge the mound in it, but but if you can. Um, I'll try. You'll, you'll I'll run right through, my right living through room. the television. Great. Good. <laughs> Uh, this would be really fun to to watch either of us play in person. Probably not so fun to play alone in your living room, but we'll see. I don't know how much this but is going to be. I don't. I've got everything I need for it except for the game. So we'll see if it comes out here uh, this spring, since baseball is here, and I'm real excited. But we will see. Great. Kenny, I'm going to move us on okay. to a, oh, a national day. Today is national day. I don't, th I don't, mm. hold on, hold on. Before, before you get there, Kyle, mm. I don't think you need to do your little theme songy thing because <sighs> I, I think, I think a theme song is actually going to, is actually going to happen soon. Don't you think? <laughs> get up, get up. Come on, get down with the national day. It's a food national, 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 national day. Day. <laughs> that's the one that's that's right there you got hey, it. hey print, print that one get get that one and, and print it as an audio uh record thing please we'll save it <laughs> press it to vinyl put it on put it on that black wax tube you have over there and we'll we'll, we'll save that one onto the hey, soundboard hey kyle do you remember this was way back. Uh, I mean, this was like, I, say, I don't want to, 
don't think it was Napster. I think it was on uh, G4, the gaming channel. Kazaa. Um, and it was, it was, was it Kazaa? And <laughs> no we, we had that video of the guy who had the oldest wax tube, like in existence, and he was showing it off and he was really shaky. And then he cracked it in two. And then he cussed on live television and it was like, well, that's that. <laughs> Do you remember that video? <laughs> um, e bombs world. I think about maybe. that video all the time. One of one of those like uh, early early internet video sites. Sure. Can I please move us on to the yes, national? Tell day? us about national. Yes. All right. As Kenny said, get a flavor for this one because more could be coming in the future. Ooh, ah, ah, ah. Today's national <laughs> day. Is National Strawberry Day. Woo! Woo! Yes, Kenny, they are called... That was mine. No, thank you. They are called strawberries, but technically, they are not berries. What? This, this is one of the... I've been lied to! <laughs> Except you don't want to be the one to correct people about this, because berries literally in the name. Here's how this works. Technically, they are called receptacles, a large, an, an enlarged area, excuse me, of the apex of a stem that bears the organs of a flower. So if you, I'll put this in the show notes, <clears throat> but the idea is that the, the flower part gets big and that is what we think of as the strawberry. It's not an actual bear, not like an over, oh ovary. I'm, the- I'm already super. I'm already super over the fact because no, no, no. I'm not bored. I'm not sleepy about this. The fact that it's not a berry and you're saying it's a flower now. I well, straw flower I, I, didn't do very well in in testing in New Zealand and Australia. Yeah, what does a straw have to do with anything? That I'm not. That I'm not. I did. I did way too much disturbed earlier. <clears throat> let me <clears throat> let me see if I can get this out of. <clears throat> get up! Come on! Get down! That sickness is gone. Yeah, I think it's gone. Uh, so okay. the the other types of receptacles, straw receptacle, also did not test very well. Uh, other types of receptacles are apples and pears. Wait, hold on. So this is this is an apple variant now. Pretty what was happening? Yeah, kinda. They're all flower, like flower adjacent uh, fruits. Ay, ay, ay. I'll I'll have more on the anatomy of a strawberry very soon, Kenny. But great. But as you know, <clears throat> you may not know. You can exceed your daily recommendation of vitamin C by eating just eight strawberries. Oh. So if you have a, a festering pile of moldy strawberries, dig right in, at least for eight of them, and you'll be great for the day. <laughs> you know, those zombie strawberries you're going to eat. They always get so <laughs> gross. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Leave, leave them out for like mm, half an hour, and then they just become mush. They're really awful. The thing, the thing is, though, like they're not ripening. Off, off the vine, they, they're one of those fruits that just stops ripening right when you pick it. All they're doing is just just dying a slow strawberry death. Aren't we all? I th- strawberry death forever. According to the Mayo Clinic, oh. Kenny, 
For adults, the recommended daily value of vitamin C, which of of which strawberries are very high in, is about 65 to 90 milligrams a day, right? Okay, good. The upper limit of that is 2,000 milligrams a day. What do you think is going to... So two grams. Pretty much. What do you think is going to happen to you if you had too much vitamin C? Everyone just says, "You'll, you'll pee it out, right? That is not what happens. You save it forever, I'll, I'll, and you end up. I'll see growing, to it that it happens. You'll, you'll end up growing strawberries in your belly <laughs> with all those seeds. <laughs> it's, like the watermelon, it's pretty, yeah, it's like the watermelon it, mist from Rugrats. Pretty likely. So here's what'll happen. Wait, is that Rugrats? It, mm, or Doug? Oh, what up? Was it Doug? Or, no, or, it wasn't Doug. Or Hey Arnold? It's. One of the multitude of Nickelodeon properties from the late 90s. It doesn't matter. I'm going to move us on, though, talking about the upper limit of vitamin C. If you ate what would be the equivalent of around five and a half pounds of strawberries, you could experience the following. Diarrhea, nausea, vomiting, heartburn, abdominal Uh. cramps, headache, insomnia, etc., (laughs) <laughs> that's the worst one etc yes it is yes you're right uh by the way i sent you i sent you the video okay am i supposed to play it what would you like me to do with this you, yeah but play, play the most recent one right there great i'm gonna make it grow <laughs> thank you for that it was regrets good mm. good work Uh, Speaking of the inside of strawberries, they're also high in fiber. So if you eat, I mean, yes, vitamin C is going to make you get the runs and feel pretty bad, but fiber might help you out a little bit. So strawberries might do (laughs) might do you a little bit of a favor, Kenny, in in the future, future Kenny. Okay. (laughs) Oh, now I said I was going to talk a little bit more about the the actual anatomy of a strawberry. Sure. I'm going to kind of mess with your preconceptions of strawberries again. The tiny little bumps on the outside of the strawberries aren't actually seeds. Okay. I've taken you to galaxy brain now. We're talking about strawberries <laughs> that don't that don't have seeds on their outsides. They kind of do, but technically the way that this works, Kenny, is that those little tiny seed-looking things are called arcane. I believe that's how you say it. Arcane. A-R-C-H-E-N-E. And there are about 200 of them on each strawberry. And they're a kind of dry fruit that has their own seed inside it. So the actual fruit part of a strawberry is the seed, and then the berry part is a stem. Infinity brain. All right. All right, Kyle. Good good job there. Um, ruining strawberries for all of our listeners, me included. So, w- so when you when you say I, when you say two hundred dried fruits. That's right. So when you eat one strawberry, you're eating two hundred fruits. Actually, you know, I'm gonna use that to my advantage. I'd, I how many fruits did you have today? I had 800 fruits 800,000 half fruits. of my daily vitamin C. That's right. That is absolutely correct. Uh, can you guess which country uh, produces the most strawberries? 
Which country? Yes. So we'll go. We'll start country, and then uh, we'll go. We'll go a little deeper from there. Uh, I'd say the U.S. All right. Very good. Uh, what about the states? You've got a, a one out of fifty chance here. Uh, <laughs> which one produces <laughs> the most strawberries? Rhode Island. No, it's uh, uh, I would I would say California because we basically do almost everything here anyway that's correct they do grow however in all 50 states which is really cool yeah, rhode island road <laughs> yes that's mm-hmm. they've got strawberry fields forever over there uh mostly in california's coastal regions by the way it's not just all of california so okay. there yeah go 90 percent of the u.s okay. crop is grown in california though so Oh my gosh, 90%? Pretty much, pretty much all of them. Now, yeah, like I said, unlike some other fruits, they don't continue to ripen after they're picked. Um, but there's also sort of a, a pop culture part of this whole strawberry day thing that I think has some, some mis- misunderstanding or misconceptions. Have you heard of the myth or I guess the the fact. Either way, we'll find out here in just a moment, Kenny. That strawberries are a popular artificial flavor added to foods, and it comes from a beaver's butt. I've never heard that. Actually, now that I think about it, I have heard that. Do you remember where you why, heard why it? Why have I heard that? Yeah. I feel like the elementary school or something. You're eating beaver's butt. No, it's strawberry starburst. No, it's beaver butt starburst. You, you're a beaver butt. <laughs> you're a beaver butt. I had a really deep voice in elementary school. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, it's going from the beaver's butt to mine. So that's that's <laughs> fine with me. Uh, it's a suppository. This, it's a suppository fruit. It is believed that it's Jamie Oliver's fault. Which I, I feel like we can pretty much blame Jamie Oliver for just about everything. Okay. And then it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't, um, what's it called? Elementary school. What's, what's that thing that I did for six years? What was it called? Oh, that's right. Elementary school. Primary. It would be, it would, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Primary. It's, uh. I don't call it primary. Uni. I think it's uni. <laughs> so you, so you listeners may have heard that beaver butts are used to make strawberry flavored things. And according to flavor chemist Gary Rhinesis from the University of Minnesota. Uh, I have nothing to offer there. He explains decades ago, scientists did indeed extract compounds from a gland in a beaver's tush called the castor sac. Uh, 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 uh. So indeed, it did happen. And then they would use the I don't like I don't like the words there. And then they would use this potion. (laughs) <laughs> he says, to help create strawberry and raspberry flavorings or to enhance vanilla substitutes. So vanilla substitutes, that's the key. That, that is where you can expect to see them or used to expect to see them. As of 2004, the food industry said they only used about 300 pounds of this beaver extract from the cast, uh-huh. castor gland. <laughs> Sack, caster sack. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and as of 2011, uh, only f- five companies polled here in this this particular thing by the Vegetarian Resource Group 
uh, say that they no longer use any beaver extract anymore in their okay, vanilla flavor. So, so it's pretty much so, gone the way of the beaver. Uh, uh, the beaver's still here, Kyle. They still they still have strawberry butts. Uh, strawberry beavers forever. <laughs> strawberry butts forever. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Well, well, well. Damn. Kenny, it's time to move on. <laughs> time to move on. Uh, can I take a moment to just let you know that if you've if you've been enjoying this show, we would appreciate if you told a friend. I've been noticing that iTunes reviews they don't really get us anywhere. Twitter. Maybe, maybe that is the key to our success. Maybe that is where you can tag at Morning Show AM and use the hashtag Team Cold Pizza if you are, if you are on Team Cold Pizza. And tell a friend about the show. Share this particular episode if your friends are not aware of beaver butt glands. We're, it, this, this podcast is a service not only for, for butt news, but also... For interesting facts. <laughs> and we're also your source for games. Games that I make up that, well, this one isn't actually one that I made up. This one is from deadspin.com. And I'm so excited to tell you, Kenny, baseball's back. It started this weekend. Did you, did you happen to catch any of the games? I'm sorry, I did not catch the baseball games, um, but I, I look forward to catching some spring training here the next month, and then and then season starts what like last week of March ish, mm, yeah, or is it first week of April? Mm, I I think it is close to the weekend before April first. Scratching my noggin a little bit, yeah, I think that's right. Okay. You can use well, you then, can use a, have a, whole a, a brand new website called Google to find out when this <laughs> show is is not happening. So right. in in uh, the celebration of Major League Baseball coming back and how very much excited I am for it, mm-hmm. we're gonna play a game now during spring training. <clears throat> I will say. You'll see a lot of folks out on that baseball field, out on that dusty diamond that you've <clears throat> never seen before. There, You'll get rosters with names that are quite literally out of left field. <laughs> you'll never expect them, Kenny. So I'm going to play a game with you called MLB Prospect or Not, and... I'm going to say the name of a prospect, and you will need to guess if it is a real MLB prospect or not. Are you ready? I'm ready. Baseball prospect or not. 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 Baseball. Baseball prospect or not. Not. That's right. It's time to play MLB baseball prospect or not. Or not. Did you like that one? Uh, I'm going to make a confession here, Kyle. I haven't heard any of the sounds <laughs> this entire show. Uh, I have been in the, I have been in the dark this whole time. Hey, can we fix that, you jerk? 
<laughs> I just thought it wasn't going through to me on the call. Oh so. my god! So I've just been kind of playing dumb. What? <laughs> okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Time out. Can, Time can you hear, out. approach the can mound? Can you hear that? Yeah. Please approach the mound, Kenny. Can you hear this? Yeah, I hear that now. Okay, that's all I needed to do. Have you, have you been... All I needed to do was press one button. You could have just told me. Well, I I didn't want to break up the flow. Yeah, I know you just did in the most important part of the show. Well, fine. You know what? <laughs> you know what? <sighs> so funny. How, how about I bring uh, us back into our baseball prospect or not by playing the same thing again. <sighs> <laughs> sure. Baseball prospect or not, 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 baseball, baseball prospect or not, not. All right, how do you feel about that? You like, you like that? Okay, I like, I like that a lot. Okay, good, good. Maybe you'll like this one better. Baseball prospect or not, baseball prospect or not. Baseball prospect or not 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 Can you hear that? Can you can you hear Yeah, can you hear that one? <laughs> I I am actually so I like those. Uh I did fully expect you to uh make a MLB prospect or not song out of take me out to the ball game. Is it a baseball prospect or is it not? Is it a baseball prospect or not? Baseball prospects or not is the game or it's root, root, root for the giant. That's nothing to do with this game because it's one, two, Prospect or not is the name of the game. Okay. All right. I, I uh, concede. It's time <laughs> for some play around of baseball prospect or not. <laughs> I'm going to read the name of a baseball prospect and you'll need to guess if it is real or not. Let's play. Okay. Okay. Boom, 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 boom. Zapf. Baseball prospect or not? Trustin? What what self-respecting parent named their son Trustin? Let's see. I like trucks and I like Justin. Trustin. Trustin. I'm going to trust in him because he's my son. That's right. Uh, yeah. No, no, not not a prospect. You are you are correct. All right. <laughs> Number two, Travis Swaggerty. <laughs> that's such a cool name it's such a normal first name too so i'm gonna say i'm gonna say prospect that is correct do you do you know what do, do you have what team he's I on i don't i was gonna ask if you knew oh no i don't know gupper fontanelli <laughs> baseball now see Kenny, hold on kenny's laughing only because of the unexpected nature of these names and how baseball-y they are. 
Yeah, I because I think I think that this game would also have been uh, you could have you could have gotten away with MLB Prospect or 1910 Rookie of the Year or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like Gupper. It totally sounds like some early 20th century name. That's right. I'm going to say not a prospect, though, for 2018. That is correct. Maybe maybe in 1912, but not, not in 2018. Number four, Scampi Telegio. <laughs> MLB Telegio. That's, I think that's an actual baseball player already. Telegio. That sounds, that sounds really familiar. What was the first name? Scampi. Scampi. Oh, I love it. Um... I'm gonna say I'm gonna say not a real prospect, but a real person, perhaps. It's two food things. Telegio is a cheese. Scampi. Oh, it is. is <laughs> Scampi's like the shrimp. Well, I thought it was like some Italian player. <clears throat> I'm also probably pronouncing these completely 100% incorrectly, so it doesn't matter because they're they're hilarious. Number five, Nader Desetas. Nader, like N-A-D-E-R, cr- Nader. <clears throat> Sorry, Nander. Nander Desetas. <laughs> Nander. I'm gonna say real prospect. That's correct. You've got you've got five out of five so far. I'm not liking my. It's my, probably it's probably Nander. It's probably something not Nander. It's probably like Nander or something like. Listen, that. listen. It's just it's how this game is gonna go. We've got 22 of these these bad boys. These baseball twenty two. Okay, let's just let's rapid fire these things then, Kyle. Griffin Conine. <laughs> there was a player named Conine. Um, man, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say real. Okay, six for six. Hope he's his son. Cupper Van Lu, prospect or not? What was what was the other one? Gupper. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna say not a real prospect. Cupper. All right, seven. Kumar Rocker. Kumar Rocker. That's a that's a cool that's a cool baseball name. I'm gonna say real. He's a closer. Prospect. Has to be a closer, right? I mean, oh yeah. Tucker Alou. Rocker. Bam. Tucker Alou. Number nine. Tucker Alou. Oh, is he a member of the Alou family? I wonder. Which, I'm gonna say which real. Seem, mm, seems like a, a not not good way to do this, Deadspin.com. Uh, if there's a, a real last name in here of someone who is in a baseball family, mm, mm, number 10. You're really setting them up there. I know. Number 10, Seth Beer. What I'm saying is this is not my fault. If this game is bad, it is not my fault. <laughs> I just make Seth Beer. Seth Beer. Two one-syllable names. Sean Bean. Seth Beer. Sean Bean, Seth Beer. Yeah. I'm going to say real person. Real, real prospect. That is correct. That's awesome. So the back of his jersey is going to say beer. Come on, camera. Focus. There we beer. Go. There we go. Just on the back, back of his jersey. Beer. It's really good. Uh, number 11. No, it'll be a beer emoji. It'll be the beer oh, glasses that's a really there. good idea. We'll have, to wait. we'll have to wait for another round of um, MLB nickname or not to find out if right. that happens. Number 11, Corn Boyce. <laughs> First name. Hey, man, don't mess with the corn boys. <laughs> First name is spelled K-O-R-N. No, that's not real. No. Okay, good. Thank you. Number number 12, Soko. We love corn over here, the band, so we're the corn boys. I mean, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, Number 12. Fan club. Soko Barnes. Uh, real. Real prospect. Incorrect. I was really hoping that that Soko Barnes, it's such a cool name. Number 13. Connor Pilkington. Connor Pilkington. K-O-N-N-O-R. Connor. Oh, gosh. No. You know what? Even if it's a real person or not, I don't even want to. I don't want that to be a real prospect. Oh, so I'm come say on. Not. Gosh. K-O-N-N-O-R. Yep. Connor. Yep. Ugh. Gross. Number 14. Magnum Flowers. <laughs> not a real prospect. That is correct. No. But, <laughs> but mm. someone should change their name to Magnum Flowers. I like it. I like it a lot. Speaking of <clears throat> prospects, number 15, yeah. Steel Walker. Steel Walker. I should have done all of these like walk-ups. Number 15, Steel Walker. Yeah, I actually thought you were going to do that instead of the songs, Shoot. but I think you spent your time well uh. on the songs. No, no, the song, you did three songs, Kyle. <laughs> That's good. That's good. <laughs> number 15, Steel Walker. 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 Uh, Walker. Walker. <laughs> the delay doesn't work like that, Kyle. <laughs> it's a, it's just the it's a doing, really big, doing his own delay. It's a really big baseball stadium. <laughs> it's like, um, I'm going to say uh, not a real prospect. Oh, that's a cool name then. Steel Walker. Left field for the Pittsburgh Pirates. Well, probably center now that they don't have Andrew McCutcheon. Booyah. I got a little, okay. I got a little giants in there into the song. Did, uh, if you, I, heard, I, if you heard, I know you did. I, I like it. I, that's not part of the song. It's my baseball <laughs> team. Number sixteen. Go ahead. Ecclesia. Oh man. <laughs> how, I don't know. Oh, how can I do this one? Okay. Send it to me. Ecclesi Send me the name. Ecclesiastes. Okay. I gotta send it. I gotta send it to you. No, it's it's not like share. Um, where are you? Can you help me with this, please? Ecclesiastes. Ecclesiastes. Yeah. Ecclesiastes. Ecclesiastes. Shofar. Prospect or not? No. Yeah. Can we just move past that one? Seventeen. Tristan Casas. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's a normal name. Mm-hmm. Kind of a boring name, actually. Sorry, anybody named Tristan out there, but that's kind of a boring name. Number 18. Number 18. Cooper Grinch. Grinch. Cooper Grinch? Grinch. <laughs> no. No, not a real prospect. He hates everybody on the field. <clears throat> now batting number 19, Bryce Terang. Bryce Trang? Terang. Right, R. Bryce. Terang? Terang. Hang. 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 <laughs> I'm going to say a uh, real prospect, Bryce. Now batting number 20, Dominic Pipkin. 
That's too many eh, eh. Dominic Pipkin. No, not a real prospect, pumpkin boy. Mm. Oh. The point of this game is not for you is. to 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 uh, verbally berate these people for their their God given you know, names. It is. It is. It is for that. <sighs> that's that's the whole reason of all, all of these games that have names in them. Now batting <laughs> for me to just hate them. Number twenty one. Wes Helms the third. Wes Helms. That's a cool name. That's a cool name. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say that's real. Ah, mm. oh, dang it! All right, last one. <clears throat> I guess the cool. I guess the cool names are the are the fake ones, and the ones that I don't like are the real. <laughs> the real ones. Hold on. Now I need to. Sorry, I'm getting ready for the for this last one. Uh-uh. <clears throat> All right, number twenty-two, Kenny. Yeah. Now batting. Number 22, Vin Soda. Not a real prospect. No, it's pretty quiet. Baseball's pretty loud here. Hold on. Baseball. <laughs> baseball's really loud here. <clears throat> okay, you got that. You got that one right. Good work. Okay. Nice, nice work. This is a baseball stadium sound. Free, high quality, free download over on YouTube.com. Sounds and DIY. DIY. <sighs> That's bad. I'm going to close this. Don't need yeah. it. Okay. I think I replaced you in the stream <laughs> anyway. Um, <clears throat> oh. So that's it. That's that's our show. Uh, links for everything that we've talked about and to the list, the soundcloud.com list of all of the songs that I have put together for this show can be found over goodstuff.fm slash morning show. I'll put a link into the show notes and you can click on it and just reenact your own morning show there in your living room as you swing a bat. Make sure you do both at the same time. You can also just right. you can also check out some of the other great shows over at goodstuff.fm and give us a follow on Twitch. We'll let you know right when we're live. We kind of noodle around for about 10 minutes and then we get started and then the show happens and we record live to tape and then I send it to you personally postmarked on a wax cylinder into your mailbox. It melts because <laughs> it's so hot. And, and then, then I tried pottery. Pottery seemed to be really the way like had the most staying power. So maybe we'll try pottery for the next episode. Also remember all is that spelled like podcast, but pottery? Pottery, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll put, we'll put the the podcast just directly. The podcast actually is what that's no, because that's ah. that's probably a different thing. Hmm. <laughs> Either way, there's no shows like that on GoodStuff.fm. It's just good stuff over there. Uh, we'll be back again next week, probably, because that's how this show works. Until then, goodbye. 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 Bye.